You join us live in the Juice Talk studio with Kitty and guests on a Wednesday. <laughs> you are indeed. It's Wednesday the 15th of March, which is a wonderful day of the year. <laughs> so, Becky, <laughs> let's talk more about what you do. I've just banged the table and made everything go crazy there, sorry. So what do you do? Okay, so uh, my company is EcoFoundry. We basically install living walls. Uh, we do permanent walls, we do temporary walls, we do walls for events, inside, outside, you name it. I think we have the largest range of event walls in the country, I believe, wow. um, leasable walls. Uh, we're trying, we've tried from the very beginning of the company to take a very, very sustainable angle. So everything's leased, we use the plants uh, for job, you know, after job, after job or the clients can take the walls and have them in their offices. Um, we also uh, started as a printers about well, 12 years ago, actually, almost to the day. And um, we came out of, well, we haven't come out of it, but we've sort of had the whole thing under one roof so that we can brand the living walls oh, with wow. sustainable. So how does that work? So um, I'm trying to think of jobs that we've done. Uh, recently, we did a job for Green Gage. I don't know if you've heard of Green yes. Gage. Yes. Yes. Uh, and it, there was an award ceremony. Um, and so, in obviously, you know, the typical step and repeat, well, we do that, but it's just our living wall. And then we put the name sort of uh, green cast acrylic or wood or anything su su sustainable. Um, and then people can have their pictures taken in front of it, basically. Oh, like the... the I know back in the day it was like the Instagram flower wall. Yes, um, the plastic. Yeah, landfill walls. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and that and that that kind of it doesn't it doesn't help the environment either. Let's be honest. No. Um, and also for from our point of view, we want plants. We mm -hmm. we need plants, mm -hmm. and I think you know not just for the sensory things, but for our emotional well being. Absolutely, we we need plants, and you know um, I know that we were talking about um, a bit before with Laura back uh, before we. <laughs> before we digress on different things is that you know ivy in schools especially in london um with the air quality and things like that and i've noticed you've also brought in a book with you today i have yes what is the title of the book and who's written it well i, it, I just thought you know given the theme of the book book theme today mine is slightly different a different um demographic it's called yeah. bombus and the beeline and it's by nan eshelby and she sent me this book because she knows how into sustainability i am it's a massive passion of mine and everybody knows you know this the trouble that we're having with pollinators and bees yeah. and this book basically is you know it's targeting children so they can understand now what they need to do and the difference they need to make for us to have bees and continue to you know thrive and live basically absolutely and bees have made the headlines very recently and more recently for where i live which is awesome um not my home but uh about the fact that bees have colonized inside someone's home underneath the floorboards in folkestone and they have three meters worth of floorboards full of a, a beehive that's full of honey and they only realized that they had this problem because honey was trickling down the walls but it wasn't normal yellow honey it was black honey um and that can be quite scary because you're thinking oh my gosh yeah. all those horror movies we've yeah. seen as children and we're like no <laughs> <laughs> I, was, I, was, I was gonna say the connotations are there because you said that they only realized they was having that problem 
So yeah. using negativity other than right, being, being problem. a problem. Yeah. Uh, and bees aren't a problem. They're, they're not a problem unless you're like my child who's allergic to them. <laughs> and then they are a bit of a problem. And also being in your home, Terry, is a bit of a problem because not only are you sort of disturbing where they're living, you're actually creating an environment that's stressful for them and it actually kills them. <laughs> so it's not actually helping resolve the issue for the bees. Rehoming them outside is... Okay, so out of the hundreds and thousands of bees that are there, just find the queen... If you put the queen in your glass and take everything else as a But to the untrained eye, we don't know what a queen bee looks like. Yes, they're meant to be bigger, but I know Terry wants to be the queen bee and and thinks of drag, like Paul, uh, what's his name, RuPaul. (laughs) It's not like that because... um, also, it's quite scary to put your hand in the hive yourself. I, I would be thinking back to My Girl, that movie, which made me constantly worry about the fact that, you know, if I threw a stone at a tree, there may be something there that's going to come down and kill me. Um, you know, and they have got a negative... Spoiler but, alert. <laughs> look, um, it's such an old movie, I'm pretty sure everyone of our generation has seen it. If not, you've seen it on TikTok in some way or shape, form or another. Um <laughs> But going back to bees, we need to look after our bees. We do. Um, because without bees, uh, we wouldn't be able to eat. They can't mm. pollinate. And exactly. certain plants can only be pollinated via bees. They mm-hmm. can't be pollinated in a laboratory. Mm. This is why I feel so many of especially in Kent, they go and grab their own bees for their own trees, for their own apples, for their own vineyards. Mm. What about everything else? Well, funnily enough... Um, is it funny? Is it funny though? <laughs> well, ironically, there we go. Nitpicking again. Um, no one wants those in your hair either, but just, you know, living creatures. However, I'm now scratching my head thinking why. Um, we, um, back in the day with farming, before pesticides came along and all these other things, and I know I've digressed off onto a totally different subject, but there's plants in there. Um, (laughs) It's the fact that farmers would work in harmony with nature and they would plant um, different plants that would attract different animals, which Mm -hmm. would take away from their plants. So therefore their plants can thrive and survive. Um, And we've gone away from that, but now we're trying to come back to it. Um, You know, our soil is so damaged because of the nitrous that we've been putting into Mm. it. You know, we you can't find an earthworm in a farmer's field, unless you are on an organic farm. (laughs) Yeah, they're there forever. (laughs) Thank God they're not at the seaside making this ice creams and foods out of people's hands. That's what they've had to revert to. There's no earthworms. We're going for some fish and chips. Yeah. Well, it's cooked then, isn't it? I suppose they're like, oh, new delicacy. But. When, when you're working with plants, though, do you find that you are feeling more relaxed? Is it something that is enjoyable for you? Oh, I ca- honestly can't tell you. It's it's changed my life. I've, I was I was listening to Amy earlier, and she was talking about um, uh, when she worked in an office, you know, and the, the backstabbing. And to be honest, I've worked in that sort of not the backstabbing because I was the boss, but so they did it behind my back rather, you know, in front of me. You know what I mean? Yeah, <laughs> it's still backstabbing. Still backstabbing. Yeah, but. Um, <laughs> point is the, the job was very I was in admin you know I literally hated it accounts I knew I was destined for something and I loved I've always loved plants and trees I've never been much good at keeping plants if the truth be told oh me too right so Every, a lot of people say that and Terry has this theory we were talking earlier on about it I, do. I don't know if it's a theory I, I, I think somewhere in my head that it was proven between different types of people that kept plants, <laughs> that they thrive off the person's aura. Yes. 
Yes. They do, but the, the other negative part is if, you, if you're not very good at looking after oh, them, what kind of person did you call them, Terry? <laughs> 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 I don't know. No, yeah, just, no, just unlucky. Some people are a plant person and pumpy aren't. It's the same as, as animals and dogs. How dogs just automatically wag mm. and go to some people and bark and growl at other people. They yeah. sense something, I believe... Um, plants are living we haven't figured out how we're meant to communicate with a plant yet although you say that oh i did say that as you say that back in the 70s they had these lamps (laughs) look i wasn't even born in the 70s i'm just saying (laughs) give me some credit (laughs) (laughs) yeah i know you were (laughs) was there like a horse and a cart back then Sorry. <laughs> but um, they had this thing where you got the electrodes for the, the light, the wires, and mm. you'd plant your plants in there and you would touch the leaves and the leaves of the actual real life plant, not a plastic plant, would turn the lamp on and you could make it brighter yes. and then turn it off. Yeah. And then they've done some further research based on that. Is it on magpie or how or blue peter? <laughs> Here's one I made earlier, Terry, look. <laughs> but they, um, they've they actually used, um, pro- I, I want to call them like crocodile clips because that's what they look like. They are, yeah. um, okay. And they've, they've applied attach them to different parts of the plants and they've played different music and the plants have actually given off a frequency in relation to that so when there's been sad music there is a frequency for sadness there's a frequency for happiness um and also was there a a frequency for ow that crocodile (laughs) (laughs) i'm assuming there should be one there should be one but this is where the argument comes in for vegans Mm. um i'm vegetarian mainly because i'm a fussy eater i don't really have principles um (laughs) and, and and I think karmically it's got back to me because I can't eat mushrooms. So, you know, <laughs> they, they've got there. However, um, they were saying that because plants are living things, surely being a vegan and you're saying that argument about I don't want to harm a living thing, this is why I'm not eating meat, surely that principle should apply for plants. Yeah. You know, the, obviously why fresh are you eating air. all the living animals' food? Yeah, but then I also counteracted this argument that I was having in my head of going, everything rots. It has a life cycle, doesn't it? So animals, they have a life cycle. Humans have a life cycle. So you're born, you live, and then you die. So really, you're you're making the best of a situation with plants. <laughs> I'm trying to give everyone a way out here. It's, it's a bit tentative, <laughs> but you're giving someone a way out. <laughs> Yeah, you'll never guess what you just heard. The biggest load of in your life. (laughs) But there is is actually theories out there. You've just got to Google it. So originally we were talking about the aura. Plants (laughs) feeding off an aura. And yes, plants are a living thing. But anything you seem to put on water will will, um, seems to grow anyway, doesn't it? That's how the the whole planet started. Unless you're an avocado. Avocados, then. Oh, so they're really annoying. I don't know if you've tried that. Okay, <laughs> I love to eat them. Whatever you're meant to call it, because okay. I always get confused. Because that that thing you can't thing. eat that you shove your knife into to rip it out, and, yeah. and then you've got all these people going, oh, shove some toothpicks in it and over a glass of water, da, 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 and it does not work three, for me. Three, um, yeah. Three solutions, Becky? Don't to be do honest, <laughs> I haven't ventured into the avocado growing yet, 
but definitely something I might branch out into. With the, 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 <laughs> the three, um, yeah, the, the toothpicks. Yeah, like a tripod. And Sounds very technical. Yeah, yeah. I'll be honest with you; it's very disappointing. <laughs> Quite a few months later, it's still very disappointing. Um, I'm living in hope. However, you can do that with um, pineapples. You know the crown that they have? You just take it off so you leave like a little stemmy thing that looks like a root and you shove that in a plant pot. Mm. Bob's your uncle, mm. Fanny's your aunt. A month later, it starts growing. And then a year later, you can get a pineapple. With the, no. with the right yeah. temperature, surely. We, growing it indoors, yeah. Mm. It's not an outdoor plant. No, but... Carrots are good for that, aren't they? They're Carrots quite tropical, aren't they? Yeah. Yeah, you need to, yeah, Very warm house. in this day and age. It's not really happening, is it? No, everyone's wearing <laughs> everyone's wearing those blankets as duvets, aren't they? They've got oh they've got so many things. Those heat weighted blankets, heated blankets are good too. I see, I can talk about anything, um, whether you're interested in it or are not. Are there people walking around Sainsbury's in them, yeah? Yes, I have seen people in walking sleeping bags. My mum's got one. And it, it's a jacket though, but it's heated. Okay. It's oh, like a hot water. The thing water, that worries. What, okay. heated jacket? Yeah, because they're USB. The oh, thing that yeah. worries me about it is if uh, I go uh, out in the rain. USB? <laughs> yeah. Your, no, uh, USB. USB, you plug it in like your phone because it's a USB and you charge it up. Cause it's got a little battery in there. Oh, okay. Yeah, no idea. I've no, seen okay. people on the side of the rugby pitch with them and I've been very envious. But then I've also oh, been okay. like, mm, you're mm. going to be standing in water. Yeah. You might electrocute yourself. <laughs> it does concern me. Like, it sounds a bit bit like, no, it okay. does concern me. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, but going back to plants yes. and, and walls. <laughs> so when when you say that... Um, Have a real heart-to-heart heart with juice talks. How do you take them down? Are they in sections or are they... We have... Uh, different different types of walls and so really the one that I use for the event um, walls the system that we use they can be put back into the office and we have done but we've we've got new systems now where and this is where when you can't look after plants it comes in really handy because they're basically they're called living art and okay. you pop your plants in there it's just like a, a picture frame oh I was gonna say is it like the one with the grids um you yeah, kind of kind of grids it's sort of like uh like a square you've got you can get smaller ones uh you know bigger you know and they can go in the office they can go in home they're not um so basically you fill it up from the top with the water okay. and it trickles all the way down Ooh, and irrigation. when it needs more water a little watering can pops out so you look like you're the most amazing plant mummy in the world but you know <gasps> they're telling you exactly what you need to do so i love that the whole thing is you know yeah, because it, it, it tells you how to look after it. That would be like, we need that for babies. <laughs> I, I, I know that someone's out there has has created this whole thing about, like, different sounds. I was going to say, they do make a noise when they need feeding. Yeah. Quite a lot of... But apparently they, they make different sounds. Babies so what? So I'm confused. Look, Terry, follow the conversation. Stop looking at your phone taking selfies, okay? And you'll understand we've now moved to babies. <laughs> Based on the fact that <laughs> Becky's living walls will tell you what they want and when they want it. Okay, and that's why we went to babies. So they tell you when they need water. Yeah. I mean, you know, obviously plants need light. That's yes. something I can't. But you, that we will tell you how to put the right light, lights in, so it gives it the right amount of light. And but with the water, a little watering can pops out the bottom, and says, "Water me." 
What doesn't actually say it? So I'm certainly confused. Terry's mind is blown. (laughs) Plants not telling the water in Cairn, I need some water. It's It's run out of water in the system. So the little water, it's not really that complicated. Okay, so it's like on the sensor. Yeah, yeah. Oh, just that was so magical for a moment, wasn't it? There's these daffodils starting to wilt. And the water in Cairn comes out. Here I am. It's like a, I'm a little teapot. Yes, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, it's quite simple, really. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I, I played it too much. I thought that's clever. I was taking you for like, it's got an amazing wall. It comes out and, uh, <laughs> now, some of them are slightly more complicated and obviously take a, you know, a real expert like myself <clears throat> to look after them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. no, I'll be honest with you, though. I think that's a really useful tip. And I think have we all got something like that around the house maybe like a little thermometer kind of system going on going mm. oh yeah I'm, I'm now out of water mm. we'd be like oh now's the time to water it exactly I think that's the problem is it, it like we were talking about earlier time just goes and suddenly it's a week and you're like oh god Pass, oh. you know it's not like a cat or a dog that really Even lets then. you know <laughs> yeah no <laughs> <laughs> baby yeah no. <laughs> babies though they do have different cries for different things but it's knowing what sound means what and I was thinking it would make it so much easier if they could have this little device like a watering can it pop would, up. I've had, I've had three children and I've never distinguished each cry. It's just so, no. I mean, it's they're, they're alive and well, so. The, the main thing is, right. you've done the end point, so <laughs> yeah. we're good. I feel the I same. I just kept feeding them. <laughs> I'll be honest with you. Mine started off really skinny and then they became Buddhas. It's like, hmm, little rose. Yeah. <laughs> no, going back to it. Though. We care. No, but you've got I'm to go wet, through the I'm three. <laughs> yeah, no, well, it's it, middle of the night is a nightmare though. Because you're like, I've changed your nappy, I've changed your outfit. And I've, I've burped you and I've given you milk and you're still crying. Mm-hmm. What can I do? And night time's the worst time. But going back to plants, they, they don't, don't, yeah, they they don't, don't need attention at night. They're, no. they're fine. They, they're very, very independent. <laughs> yeah, they're the best pet to have. Fly <laughs> <laughs> bomb, yes. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, I mean, what has been your most favourite installation? My Oh, okay. So uh, obviously, you know, it's been London Fashion Week. Yes. We partnered with Unhidden, which is an adaptive um, fashion brand. I think I saw... Yes. I saw, yeah, it and that's was, amazing. I mean, I honestly, it, it's amazing. It, it, living Walls and where it's actually taken us as a company, the different scenarios that we've been in have been quite, you know, it's just, it, it's been amazing. And this one was the best, I have to admit, because not only, you know, was it London Fashion Week and every little girl's dream to be at London Fashion Week, maybe boys as well. And some boys. <laughs> and some boys. <laughs> There's a lot of boys there too. Um, but this one, it was really special. It was it was just, it was the first time they've ever done anything like that. So to be a part of that fashion show yeah. uh, was just incredible. And actually the lady that I did it with, Victoria, I met her through um, something called Female Entrepreneur. Uh, I also 2023 and it's where you each year, you uh, 100 women are chosen for not just what their companies do, but their that I also, I'm also a mum, I also do this, I also do that. I also try and keep my plants alive. (laughs) (laughs) I second you on that one. (laughs) Although my money plant clipping has done fantastically well with my Mm. neglect. (laughs) Terry's on the other hand, it, it just doesn't do anything. It, refu- it, it refuses to grow. Um, <laughs> you it, know that horror thing, Terry. There was a huge one in the corner of a 
of um of a room and I went, that's mad, what is it? There's a money tree and it's all cut off on all different sections, how they're multiplying huge. So it said take a cut no, because it said take one of the leaves, it's a bit cacti, isn't it, aren't they? Yeah. And rubbery. Just put that in a pot and you'll have one like that. So yeah, I put it in a pot and then it stayed for <laughs> six months, absolutely nothing. So I pulled it back out of the earth and it had a millimetre. Trauma. A, a millimetre little white little bit of root. I thought, oh, it's trying. And I put it back. <laughs> 18 months. It's just popped over the lip of the flower pot. See, look at the I, I, got, I got given my money plant clipping the moment I moved into my house by my next door neighbour. And I've been there... I'm trying to think what year I moved in now. Maybe last year. And it is grown quite tall and it's branching off. And I like rubbing it in Terry's so, face. You just want to compare auras there. Really? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This is a fast grower. It's the spider plant. Isn't yeah. it? So I put oh, that yeah. in alongside it now. So maybe they could encourage each other to go. Oh, I think they are in conflict with each other, aren't they? Because they're two different type species. They are. Yeah. So it's, it's kind of like a tribe war with the You're root not going system. Not integration between money plants and spider. No, but if you were to put in another form of cacti in there, then it, it would would encourage growth because the hormones are released out through the soil. Mm. I wonder how this is going to do then. Our daffodils. No, but daffodil and ivy is good because good. when you this can sound a bit negative. There, I was like, when you go to a churchyard, you'll see. <laughs> and I didn't mean it that way. I was like, oh. no, coming back from that topic. <laughs> I'll take it with me then. Yeah, no, no, but it, they work really, really well. And I love daffodils. My my bulbs. I've I've had them since two thousand and twelve, um, and I bought them from Waitrose. And they were like the miniature little daffodils, uh-huh. and they come up each year. Yeah, I just leave them in the pot, and they they survive. Oh, I, lovely, I don't do they anything. Daffodils. They're just it's just spring. Yeah. It's that moment you're like, oh. Because it feels like spring hasn't come yet. Oh, do you think? But all my daffodils have come up. But I I don't know, it's the weather. Maybe I feel a bit SAD. There's not sad, but... It's definitely getting lighter. Yeah, yeah. that really helps, isn't it? Yeah, five o'clock now. I'm looking Mm. out the window. Mm. Yeah, but the clocks are going to change. (laughs) Yeah, they fall forwards. So it'll be darker in the morning. Yeah, so it'll be darker again in the morning. Well, when I was getting up early for B&I, I used to love doing the spring summer because it was light and I didn't feel like I was getting up when no one else was up mm-hmm. um, it was the winter that, that hit hardest mm. you're like oh it's dark outside I really need some more hours sleep and I really suffered with that mm. and I like getting up I just for some reason just don't like doing it when it's dark outside mm. unless I know I'm going on holiday because at least then that's a win um, like, that's quite tough isn't it <laughs> yeah like, it's, it's like a win you have all that stress of packing and you're like the day has come we're going and then you go and you're like yeah okay it's cool um, but going back to what we were originally talking about and I'm very sorry I keep talking I need to stop um, is we were talking about dismantling the plants how versatile is that to dismantle um, so it depends what the system is so the ones that we're using for events uh, it normally takes me about two hours to put it up uh, and less to take it down and it's, it is very simple yeah and to be honest you know we have to sort of um, uh, put the plants into different systems so they do get probably get a bit traumatised if I put the old uh, <laughs> like Terry's cro- cro- crocodile clips on maybe I should be doing that you know testing their, their emotions but uh, as I said we seem to be able to or we, we are using our plants over and over and over again and for an example we did a job for Amazon last year Amazon Fresh and if you remember there was that really hot month I mean it could yes. not have got any hotter I was quite new to this 
and it was kind of you know that's oh my goodness being thrown right into the deep end and they were in outside in direct sunlight uh so it's kind of terrifying but they survived and they thrived and we are still using them in walls almost a year later which oh, you wow. know, or some of the, you know obviously we get a percentage that we have to yeah compost but you know, mostly we seem to be keeping them alive. So, and if a company wanted to keep their living wall, um, do you have to go and install it, or do they reinstall it? So it depends on the system. If it was the event system that I've been talking about, we would have to do it. The other ones, the the pictures with the little watering cans, they you know you can actually order them online. We're just uh, launching our new website at the end of the month, so you'll be able to order them, and they will go directly. And then the, you can just follow the instructions. It's just like putting up a, a picture, slightly more complicated, slightly more complicated, but putting up a picture and then planting it. Is it like a puzzle system? So it's kind of like the, the one, the picture one. It's got sort of troughs. Okay. And um, so you can fit in the small picture. I think you can fit about six plants. So if you use a bit, of, you know, ivy, and it sort of all covers it down. I mean, they're just they're lovely. I love them. You could put herbs in them in the kitchen. You know, yeah. the, the list is endless, and we're. Every day we're coming up with new ideas of things to do and it's really exciting we're coming up with some because the company that we use or we still have the printing company do a lot of fabrication so I kind of come up with these really bonkers ideas and I say to my partner oh let's do this let's do this let's do this and I have the most amazing team I'm so lucky the people that I work with are just brilliant and generally speaking they will make it work. And it's just, you know, fantastic. So That's phenomenal. Really awesome. So if, you know, watch this space, there's going to be some really fun. And we're getting some kind of strange um, requests as well. What's the strangest oh, request? Strange, not yet. Well, we have had uh, one, but I can't really talk about it because it's not... My mind's gone to a really naughty place, I think. It's because <laughs> of the author we had on at the start. No, I'm joking. My mind's always in the gutter. But, no, I can't. I really can't. Oh, no, but please. there's me thinking of phallic shapes, okay? That would be quite epic. I Not, not for here, obviously. But or maybe my home. But I'm just thinking I wouldn't mind seeing a Banksy-esque idea of a, a phallic symbol with with just plants. Okay, I shall bear that one in mind and see what we can come up with for you. Yeah. Do, I mean, you were talking about having a living wall in here. Weren't maybe you? we could have like a bosom okay. on the wall. Bosoms. Terry's happy uh, yeah, with that. We were in the comfy corner. <laughs> I would never get any work done. The, uh, yeah, we're thinking of having a, a live wall in here, but it would self-water itself with the dampness in the heart. We wouldn't need a yeah. watering can to pop out. And we wouldn't need to feed it either because the wall's so flaky. Oh, it's gosh. like, oh, have, have a bit more nutrients I'm sorry, in there. I don't think I can uh, allow this to happen. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be in here with the crocodile clips. <laughs> yeah. Here, listen to this music. <laughs> Oh, you like Miley Cyrus? Yeah. Oh, funny enough, so do we. <laughs> <laughs> but um, no, but sort of going forwards, I mean, you've got some exciting contracts. Are you able to talk about people you've worked with? Or yeah, um, so like I said, we talked, we worked with uh, Amazon. That was that was a really exciting project. It was Amazon Fresh, and it just looked amazing because obviously Amazon Fresh, and it was almost you know I just thought this is great because it's going to be synonymous with the brand you know the, the green and we had blackberries in there and all sorts it was amazing um, we did one for the wow house at the Chelsea um, design center and that was a month-long exhibition for interior design so it was basically a and you know it was like I think there was 20 rooms 20 different designers it was incredible I mean sustainability wise a disaster really okay. but we we kept to our you know to remit and we, yeah. we knew that we were doing the right thing but 
it was soul destroying watching them destroy stuff in there. You know, floors came up, wallpaper came down, but the living wall is just, I mean, people are just so drawn to them. <laughs> they really are, it's, it's amazing. You know, they just, there's something about them that draws people, is it real, is it real? And everybody thinks it's plastic because they look so amazing. Yeah. But obviously that horrible swear word, plastic, we just, no, I don't go near it for plants, no. <sighs> Yeah, no, I, I completely understand. Although sometimes pl plastic plant pots are very good to look after when you're not in the office every day because then you don't have to worry about them. And just looking over, because we've got some plazies in, on the windowsill. No, I did nick them from another room in the coach box. Borrow them. <laughs> yeah. Lucy, you <laughs> Thank you, they've been very helpful. <laughs> but um, no, but in all, in all honesty, it's... it's um, with Chelsea, do you go to the Chelsea Flower Show? Well, we I'm not really allowed to talk about it, but I, I'm oh. hoping we're going to be involved this year with a partner, which is very, a uh, very, very, very exciting project. As I say, I can't talk about it. But... We, we say Kate Middleton. Ooh, that'd be good, because she had her own garden, didn't she? And she did mm. her own thing. My mum's very into going to the, the Royal Chelsea Garden Show, whatever it's meant to be called. It's, and RHS, yes, that was it. Yeah. <laughs> Mm, whatever it's called I've never been never no. been but I've seen it on TV it's the place to be if you're you know in yeah. France obviously and actually my one of my friends is a DJ and he's having a big party on a bus I hope he doesn't mind <gasps> me saying this I know he's listening and I'm hoping that we can put something on the side of the bus because he's going to be coming to Chelsea Flower Show and driving around live on air that is amazing. Have you seen that woman on social media who made her car eco-friendly by doing chia seeds all over it? Oh, And um, it made it like a green carpet. Chia seeds. So she had um, this fake astroturf that she put on the car to, to look like it was green. But then she watered it, uh, put a load of chia seeds in, which then go a little bit slimy and then waited for it to dry a little bit and then they started sprouting then you water it and it becomes this big thick green of turf but it's actually chia amazing and you can eat it as well it sounded great apart from the plastic bit it yeah it, it was worst type of, of plastic I know and the, sorry don't get me on the no but it was it was the basis of her car like she does wacky things to her car it but might be a nice way to actually recycle that stuff because it's not there's nothing you can do with it it's no. straight to landfill um What's the grass called? The astroturf. Yeah, yeah, it's really a terrible... I hate it. So maybe that is a way that people could... Well, the stuff that's around, make it better. Because people Definitely. do use it for their gardens, don't they? It's They do. The thing is, though, I'm quite tempted to use it in mine. <laughs> no. Only because... Oh, no, 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 no. Only because... Be I... respectful of your guests. <laughs> <laughs> the, the only reason why I like it is the fact that... It I'm just still carrying on. I am. Going, I'm so I'm gonna, am. I'm going to leave at this point. <laughs> no, come back. <laughs> no, but I, I can understand the merit in why people do do it. I'm not saying it's the right thing. It's just for myself. It's the whole lawnmower issue. And then the, the ground's not even... It's just a nightmare to look after. And then you get brown stains in it because you get other people's animals coming into your garden. And I... I mm. do, you have, do you have animals of your own? I did have a dog up until recently. So, okay, full disclosure, when I was in my first house, we did exactly that. See, Terry. I've learned, oh. I know, I've learned, I've learned my lesson big time. Oh my goodness, I've been paying for it ever since. But here's the thing, <laughs> we had, we had a, a dog that was um, uh, an Irish wolfhound. Yeah. Cross with an Alsatian. Okay, you never seen anything. So if you can imagine what what the dog does in the garden yeah. on plastic grass. But could you not dettle it and hose it down? I mean, if that's what you want to do, yeah. 
because for me at the time because my, my dog ends up being incontinent but at the time it just used to annoy me because we would sit down and then then there's cats as well in the yeah, area yeah. and I'm like if I could just hose all of this down I'd feel happier but if it's grass it, at least if you know if they're urinating on it it's if you don't know that they've done it's, mm. there, there is there's that. no benefits to this trust me kitty okay what was the <laughs> downside down this route. <laughs> okay what was the downside for you to have the the uh, fake grass well so obviously the dog that wasn't a good one um and I've since learnt that it is probably the worst type of plastic to have. It okay. is honestly, you know, go straight to landfill. That's but it. Is it the type of plastic that gives off chemicals as well? I believe it is. Yeah, I believe it is. So you, I can't, I'm not an expert, so you know, but I believe. Okay. Yeah, I just I just like push it away. It's not good. Grass is is better, and obviously, you're going to attract the pollinators and you know little insects. But there is that. It's just because even if you have, I don't know. I saw something where you can have some sort of plant that's not grass and it's like purple flower like heather or something like that oh it's I not... do like heather but it's very prickly underfoot I'm a barefoot person which I've totally totally changed everything now <laughs> <laughs> fans only is it fan fan what is it only fans, fans. <laughs> yeah no. I don't have a page but after this I might get a few requests for it um, <laughs> The feet thing. Yeah, the yeah. grippers. Yeah. No wants to My see daughter them. keeps asking me to do the feet thing. <laughs> the thing is, though, I think to myself, how are they making so much money? Because I'm like, my feet look better than yours. I'm not a foot person, but, you know, go to the, the place where I can get my feet looked after. I'm not sure they want pretty feet. I don't know. Yeah. Like the gnarlier, the better. I don't know. I, I have no experience in this. Right, I'm pimping out my other half's feet because if it's gnarlier, the better. His feet are, are pretty gnarly. But do they look like men's feet? <laughs> I can actually buff up the nails and they look like women's feet, I think. <laughs> yeah, I know that I'm going to have a conversation to go home to now. I'm sorry. <laughs> Oh, you can't do that because what no one realized was that the fish eat one person's foot bacteria, then they go into someone else's foot bacteria, and you're spreading disease and bacteria. And there's no way of being able to cleanse the fish from that, and that's what happened. They all closed down. I did actually try it once, it was not for me. Like, it was, it was a bit of a sensation hmm. that wasn't fun. Mm. Yeah. Oh, okay. Although my the person I go see, who does my pedicure, she gets what looks like a cheese grater out, and uh, I'm, I don't mind that. But <laughs> I'm going to put people off of parmesan for the rest of their life. No, but I don't understand how they can use a cheese grater. Is it really a cheese grater, or is it something that's specifically designed for your foot? Because it just looks like a parmesan grater to me. Not more like a file. No, it's mm. it's it's that metal yeah. hooky. Like I'm really describing things wonderfully today. <laughs> yeah, it's this metally thing. It's got a plastic handle. She's waiting um, for the feet. Yeah. Yes. Um, no. But I do love it when I come out from there. My feet are all like, oh yeah, they're ready for summer. Summer feet. You yeah. To go and walk on the prickly heather. Yeah. I, <laughs> do, as a child, I could not stand wearing shoes, and uh, I walked barefoot everywhere. And every opportunity I got to take my shoes off, I would do it. And there's um, a famous cobbled street in Devon. Uh, well, it's actually a hill, and I I would take my shoes off deliberately to walk on there, and I found it very therapeutic. Um, even on Folkestone Stony Beach, I used to have my children in the sling, and I'd be walking on the Stony Beach barefoot. I can't bear it now, mm-hmm. but back then, oh, it was so good. I'm very much a barefoot person as well around the home, home through summer here. 
I'm quite happy in barefoot driving anywhere or anything. People kind of look, but I said, yeah, saves saves on the shoe leather. They never seem to wear down. Or you know how just one end of the heel goes. Yeah, but that's because of the way your heel hits the ground. Yeah, but why does it do it on my foot? So, (laughs) funny enough, I know a little bit about this. Not enough, but a little bit. Okay. And what happens is you've got a fake material with a shoe that wears down and doesn't replenish because it's 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 solid. Ah, uh, so replenishment bit. We're and then to, with your feet, not only do you have a fatty layer, um, I want to call it a pupa, but it's not, it begins with a P, and it, it protects your, the heel of your foot. Yeah. And that constantly, and this is where plantar fasciitis, or however you meant to pronounce it, comes from, is the fact that that and your tendons are getting too much wear. Um, okay. However, um, your skin constantly replenishes itself and that is why you don't have a heel although if you were to look from behind at your own feet so if you've got someone to take a photo of you you could actually see the way you walk is is with your foot you'll have a a slight indentation of whether you're an outside or an inside or a middle and it's all to do with hip uh, and back alignment i couldn't walk before christmas i had about two months of not being able to walk and she was excellent (laughs) i I said i'll never forget this the the experimental procedure. She asked if it was okay that she could try on me. Carry on. Whoa, did it hurt? Well, you probed. I could have a a chapter in Amy Beckett's book. (laughs) You were probed. (laughs) I was laughing, but, But oh, Terry. So, yeah. Yeah, it shocked you. Things around about. Yeah. Uh, um, so we have a, a little bit of music and we're coming yeah. back you know we've missed the news I, well to uh, be honest so, with you it was the same uh, as what happened an hour ago and uh, <laughs> I can I can reassure you there is no breaking news of anything happening because my phone would have buzzed have a real heart to heart with Juice Talks